Good evening and welcome to the latest episode of the Magicast. I'm your host, Scott Murray. Uh It's just me this evening. Uh, we are recording mm, 35 minutes after Roman just beat Sheriff Tourist 3 now. I'll be doing a quick review of the game. Um, well, Roma actually did finish second in the group because Slavia Prague absolutely decimated um, Servette. It was 4 0. Uh, it was 4 0 when I last checked. Um, so Roma finished second. And to be honest, it was actually quite a good, decent performance. It was actually the first time for me in a long while when I was watching a game where I didn't get anxiety from watching Roma play. It was quite comfortable. It felt like a training session in the first half. So, uh, second half, apologies. First half was quite, uh, quite comfortable. And, Two, two goalie going into the first half. So Roma lined up with um, Svia, a back three of Chalik, Cristante, Diego Lorente, Rick Karsdorp and Nicolas Zaleski as your two wing-backs, uh, Renato Sanchez, Eduardo Bove, and Hussam Awa as your midfield trifecta, and then Romelu Lukaku and Andrea Bellotti up top. And <laughs> what I found quite amusing is that Roma did play attacking football quite from the start and almost had an opportunity when the acapella of Roma, Roma, Roma was going around the stadium as it was entering kickoff. It, I think it ended 35 to 40 seconds after the the first whistle of the game and I think it was a cross from the right-hand side just missed Nicolas Zaleski and was, was taken by the sheriff goalkeeper. Uh, a Roma started on the front foot, Rick Castle, but uh, an angle drive um, just missed the upright. And then Roma took the lead from Lukaku. Hussam Awa was dictating playing. Uh, it was the best performance I have seen him play, even though it was for 45 minutes because he did pick up a knock late on in the first half. But he looked looked up for it. He looked, he looked like he was enjoying his football. Um I think it was his best performance since the calorie game when he scored. He's had a good couple of performances and he's had a couple of rough performances this season, but overall I was quite impressed with him. I was impressed by Renato Sanchez. He looked back to his best after some time out. Maybe, maybe not with the witch doctor, which he did. It did. um, say poo poo. That was a very British word to say deny the story of the witch doctor which came out in, uh, on Roma Press the other day. Uh, he got 60 minutes and it was very impressive performance but Roma were tuning up at half time. Lukaku and Andrea Bellotti with with, her, with the goal. Uh, a nice header from close range after Zaleski's lobbed finish was parried up, up and above. Um, but the second half was more of a training session. Um, Roma Switched it up. Stefan El Shirari came on for some hour because Awa picked up a little bit, a niggle. And then um, Al Shirari played as like a withdrawn number 10, maybe playing as a Mazzala, um, which Bellotti was playing for a couple of minutes in the first half because Awa was struggling with his injury. Uh, and then Roma had a back three, which ended the game of 
which is absolutely wonderful, which was going into the Fonseca years of Rick Carstorp, Brian Cristante, and Eduardo Bove. Um, and there was four Primavera players on, which which en- ended the game. Uh, so uh, Eduardo Bove, um, Matteo Manini, Nicolo Pesili, and Pagano, which was really, really, really good to see. It was good to see the young players. And Zaleski, who came off for Manini, is a, is a Primavera player. So overall, there was five Primavera players on the pitch this season which is an absolute wonderful thing to see. Um, I'm just going to give a shout-out to Brian Cristante, playing in a, in a back three as the centre-half, which he has done at times this season. I think he was outstanding this evening against a, a lively Sheriff Terrasport attack. Didn't put a foot wrong, um, nor did Diego Lorente either. Or Orlo Celic, I think all back three that started the game played pretty well. Uh, another shout-out to Nicholas Zaleski with two assists. And a shout-out at the end to Mr. Nicolo Pasili, who uh, I think came on and did himself no justice at all. Put in a lovely little performance, took his goal really well, almost scored... I want to say probably 10 or 15 minutes beforehand when Stefan Elshire played a lovely, lovely ball through to him. And then and then when he scored, it was def- it was a deflected and it was a nicely assist by Lukaku and got the, the dual rewards of the, I think, every Roma player on the pitch and off the, off the bench, including the coaching staff, giving them a high five and a hug. And you could see that was a, a well-pleased effort from from Pisili and I think Mourinho was chuffed at the end. He had a, a wry smile, but overall a good performance by Roma. It wasn't written in the stars, as I said earlier, because Slavia Praha won their game <clears throat> against Server and then Roma go through in second place and will feature against the the, uh, the teams who finished third in the Champions League group, which includes it does include AC Milan, but they won't play them. They will play either Benfica, Braga, Feyenoord, Galatasaray, Lons, Young Boys, or Shakhtar Donetsk. So it'll be quite good and interesting um, stories. Uh, Roma have history with Young Boys, Shakhtar Donetsk, Feyenoord, and Braga, because uh, Roma have played Young Boys, Shakhtar Donetsk and Braga in the Europa League run under Fonseca in the COVID season, which was 2020-2021, and he knocked out Braga and um, Shakhtar in the uh, I think it was the last 16 in the quarterfinals, if I'm mistaken or it might have been the round of 32 in the round of 16. It was the round of 32 in the round of 16 because Roma knocked out Ajax and then Roma have got history with Feyenoord in the uh, the Conference League and last season in Europa League. But yeah, uh, the draw is Monday. I think it's after the Champions League draw. And Champions League draw without two English teams as they both finished bottom of their group, which is Manchester United and Newcastle. I wonder how TalkSport felt about this on Tuesday night and Wednesday night as there's clips going around on social media saying that, uh, oh yeah, this Newcastle side should be AC Milan. It really should be AC Milan. And then Jason Cundy, um, 
who was doing this to get a reaction said that oh, if Newcastle were in Liga or in Serie A, they would win the league. And if they were in the Bundesliga, they would give New- uh, Borussia Dortmund a good run in. But no, um, if I speak, I'm in trouble. Um, so Roma travelled away to Bologna on Sunday. Um, fifth versus fourth, the big game on Sunday, just before Lazio go to the capital to play. Uh, sorry, before Inter go to the capital uh, to play Lazio, uh, Roma do have some injury concerns and they have a problem with Lukaku's suspension, which he's only suspended for one game. So I am just looking on the Gazetta if it does actually load. Sorry, my internet is really, really slow. It's that time of year. So the the predicted lineups is and that's actually quite interesting. It's a three five one one against uh Tiago Mata's wonderful four two three one, which he's literally got them all playing really well and it's got a tune out of Joshua Zerxi, who is wanted by a lot of clubs. I think a few Premier League clubs and Bayern Munich, so he might return back to Bayern Munich. So um Gazetta of uh Rui Patricio, Mancini, Lorente and Dicker. The two wing backs as Christensen and Al Sharari with a midfield three of Cristante, Paredes and Bove with Pellegrini behind Balotti. I think that's quite solid. That is quite solid. Um they have Bologna is Skorupski, uh, Posh, Lucini, Lucini, sorry, Calafiori, Alicio Janis, Ebisher, Freuler, uh, three of Undoy, my favourite player who should be in the Scotland squad and hopefully is in the Scotland squad for the Euros, uh, Mr. Lewis Ferguson, um, Salonatana's favourite player, Salamakas and Josh Xerxes. Um, I think it could be an interesting game. Roma are missing some key players, so Dabala injury and the suspension due to Lukaku almost killing um, Christian Kwame with an, a reckless challenge, um, and then Zaleski missing the game to, to his two yellow cards. I think it will be a tough game. I think a draw would be respectable. Joey was um, not looking forward to this game when he was talking on the pod on Monday, and he said he, he was a bit at ease. At this game, I remember this game last season finished nil nil. Uh, Roma rested a lot of players after I think it was the Bayer Leverkusen first leg. So in between the games, uh, Roma did win in Bologna five one around this time three years ago, and they were five one up at half time. If, if you guys remember that wonderful Sunday game. I think it was the two o'clock kickoff in the UK, three o'clock in um, in Italy. No fans in the stand because it was the COVID season. Fonseca ball was was cooking before it went stale and uh, went a bit meh. Um, when they got found out a little bit, but they won five one. Uh, Jose's first season they lost one nil, and then last season they drew nil nil. So I'm looking forward to this. I think this would be a good game. I've watched Bologna a couple of times this season. They they do play really, really nice, easy on the eye football. And it should be a good game to watch. But I think a lot of Roma fans are a bit nervy going into this uh, this winter schedule because they've got some games coming up against um, Napoli and Juventus. And 
I can see Juventus doing a shit house job in the final game of the year, which is uh, in two weeks at uh, the J Stadium or was the Allianz Stadium or the Juventus Arena, whatever they call it now. But no, um, it should be a good watch. I think the key men to watch out for in this game is is Ferguson and Cirque. They're the two that they sort of click. They play, but uh, Ferguson plays as the number ten behind Cirque. But Cirque drops deep and picks up all the play from a, a deeper position to allow the two wingers to go in. So Dan and Doy will be a, a danger man to watch. He's got some pace to burn. But Roma, they get the solid trifecta of the back three working. Get um, Cristante and Paredes and feed the ball to, to Bellotti and get players into him to help. It could be the could be the answer. But no, it should be an interesting watch on Sunday evening. Uh, that's enough for me. I've waffled on for a little bit longer than I should. Uh, the draw for the Europa League is Monday afternoon, so it is after the Champions League draw. So it, Roma fans eagerly await who they will, who they get in the latter stages of the the qualifying rounds after finishing second in a group, which is a disappointment. They really should have finished top of the group. The the, the disappointment was the, the two previous away games in Prague and in Switzerland, where they should have picked up something, especially in Switzerland. We don't really talk much about the horror show in Prague because there was a disgusting performance. They deserve to get absolutely annihilated at night, and they did. Um, but that's enough for me. Uh, you can follow us at lamagicast.com. You can find our previous episodes on the, on the website, and you can follow us on all podcast platforms so Apple, SoundCloud, Spotify, etc. etc. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the football, which starts tomorrow, tomorrow, which is Juve away at Genoa. And there's some interesting Serie A games to watch, but that's enough for me. We'll speak on Monday, hopefully when Joey is feeling a lot better and might get another guest on as well. I wanted to do a quick recap after the game just to get it out there and um, not mull over uh, over it for a day or so. But no, enjoy the rest of your week and enjoy the weekend of football and we'll speak on Monday. Ciao. Take care.